Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Alright Trevor, we, what's the game this week? It is Crash Bash. Okay. Apparently it's a party game with Crash Bandicoot. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do for an opening skit? I, I did have a couple of ideas. I think these are like good original thoughts. Okay. Well, this is going to surprise you because usually mm-hmm. I do no work ahead of time. Right. I too have a couple of ideas that okay. I feel are very original, never done before uh, type things. Like I think we're going to really... Uh, with my ideas especially, I mean, I haven't heard yours yet, but with my ideas especially, they're so original and and just never been conceived of before. You're really overselling this. I'm just trying to explain to you how great these ideas are. Um, How about I give you one of mine first? Okay, go ahead. All right. All right. So, I just try to picture this. So, this opening skit, I want it to be something that's fresh. Okay, okay. So, uh, we each play like a, a, a preteen kid, uh, like growing up in the 1980s. Okay, um, all right. And we're just like riding our bikes down the street, and there's this really cool like sort of '80s music playing, and we discover this world, and it's like the flip side of our world. It's, it's called Upside Down. Um, like there's this monster that's stealing kids and teenagers, and uh, one of us is going to be like a photographer, but our camera's going to get smashed. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think of other original things. Uh, like, if we did a second part to it, we, it would, like, start out in arcade, probably. Yeah, um, this is... It's going to end, like, at a dance, in a dance scene. Yeah, that's that's Stranger Things. Stranger Things? Yeah, that's a show. Oh, on, I love that show. Yeah, I can tell. It's a show on Netflix. Wait, wait, you're saying my ideas kind of somewhat has small ties to Stranger Things? I think they're fairly heavily tied. That's okay. Right. You got another idea? Let me, let you're me right, go. Ne- you're let- right. This is harder than I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me go next. Okay. I got an original idea here. Okay. All right. So picture this. Okay. All right, you, for this skip, uh, we open up in like a workplace type setting. Okay. Okay. And we have a lot of people there who are, who are uh, working with us. Uh, of course, with every workplace, you have the employees and a boss, right? Yeah. Uh, so, okay, this boss, it'll probably be, be me. I'll probably okay. play the boss. Um, he's, uh, I'm going to be a little petty at times, going to be kind of selfish, uh, a little dim, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, like, anytime it can be possibly put in somewhere, I'm going to say, well, that's what she said, you know, something like that. Um, uh, like, I'm going to, at one point, uh, I think what we really should do is I want to express how dangerous this workplace could be, and I'm going to stage an elaborate stunt where I'm going to jump off the building, but I think I'm going to be saved by this trampoline-type thing. I feel some deja vu right now. What are you talking about? I feel like I've, I've seen all this you're explaining. I just can't put my finger on it. Like, I'm going to drive a car that I'm very proud of. Okay. Uh, another company's going to come in and take us take us over. Uh, and we're going to have all kinds. I mean, Jim will be there. I, I could be Dwight Schrute. You can be Dwight. That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, you can own a this beef is a farm. Thing. This, what are you talking about? This is the Office. No, no. This is this your is, skit idea. Is just the Office, the sitcom. What do you? It's the NBC hit sitcom. Okay, I think you're right. This is why this is it so hard to come up with original thought. I cross it up. You got another one though. Don't All right. You? So this one's definitely okay. I, this is so out of left field. All right. It's going to be a great opening skit for our, our new episode. Okay. Totally original idea. All right, I'm, I'm on board already. All right, so it takes place in this uh, this planet. <clears throat> well, I guess it's, it's sort of like Earth. It's sort of like a rim planet. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Okay. So we're going to ride around in a Jeep. Um, All right. Let's just call it a Warthog. And we're going to be shooting these aliens. These little grunts are going to be squealing and making sounds. Yeah. And I'm going to be shooting this gun that shoots like purple needles out of it. Yeah, this, this and it's is... going to stick in the enemies. Yeah. And they're going to blow up. And we're going to have like plasma grenades and Yellow. a plasma sword. Yeah. And um, this, is, this is Halo. Uh, you, it's, yeah, it's Halo. You, you came up with Halo. Ah. Uh, Bungie done it years ago. I knew I knew of this. I have no original thoughts in my head. No, you don't. But luckily, that's why I'm here. Okay. We're, you we're have a one team. Okay. You're not on your own. I got All your right. back. 
I think this idea is is really original. For the first time in my life, I have total confidence in you. That's a good thing. Okay. Finally, I've earned that. Yeah. Uh, this is, okay. Just picture this. All right, this okay. is the opening skit. Okay. Uh, we are on some distant world. Maybe it's in the future. I don't actually know. Okay. Uh, but we have abilities. Not okay. only, I mean, not, of course we can like, of course we're athletic. We can jump and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but we have like on our arm is like a giant cannon of some sorts. And we can like, bl- like blow stuff up with this cannon, right? Okay. And then uh, uh, also certain, uh, we're gonna be facing some bad guys, of course. This is always a, a good versus evil type of thing. Yeah. And these bad guys are like they're like robots or something, I guess. I don't know. But once like we beat those robots, we get their powers too. Like one of them's gonna be able to like throw his head, which is like a scissors type thing on his head. And once we beat him, we can do the same thing. Like cut man. That's a good name. Uh, we can also, yeah. at one point, we'll have like a robotic dog who helps us out. Uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, these are, you can be, I'll be, I don't know, bluish color. You can be like, I'm just throwing this out there, like a red color. Uh-huh. And anytime we, oh, here's the even cooler part. Like anytime uh, we switch our weapons to a new weapon that we've gotten from destroying a, a boss or whatever, yeah. uh, we turn a color, a different color. Didn't we it's review so this cool. game on the podcast? What are you talking about? This is Mega Man. Oh, yeah. You're describing Mega Man. Yeah, you're right. This is Mega Man. We have zero originality. It is, you know what? I got to give it to to this Crash Bass game we're about to cover. Yeah, Crash Bass. Crash Bass. (laughs) I was worried, you know, maybe it's a Mario Party ripoff, but but surely they did better than we did at coming up with an original idea. Well, I want to tell you this. There are a lot of podcasts out there. I mean, there are a ton of them. Mm -hmm. Luckily, there's one that is so original. That it defies all the odds. Do you know what that podcast is called? Retro Blist! did not stop. Okay. We didn't know when to end that. No, we didn't. So that's what happens when we give ourselves loose guidelines and just run with it. That's right. But if you didn't get the idea... Welcome, everybody. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> we were kind of setting up Crash Bash, the game we're covering today on Retro Blist. That's right. Your bi-weekly retro video game podcast. Feels weird saying that. Yeah. I was going to tell you this. Uh, because of uh, we had a guest on recently, Game Dave, who we were thrilled to have on. Game he was Dave. Awesome. He was awesome. Uh, but because we had, we recorded that to help his schedule out because he was gracious enough to be on our show. We literally have not played a game together or recorded in what feels like forever. I know because we did that one like right after our last episode, yeah. we recorded it and then released it on schedule. And since we're now bi-weekly, I feel like it's been too long. Yes. So we hope we came back with a good game. Let's hope so. Fingers are crossed over here, Trevor. So Crash Bash. Crash Bass. Crash Bass. It's a PlayStation 1 game. It's Lance Bass's cousin. It is our Patreon pick from August. From NSYNC fame. Yes. Um, Keith Jones, I think, is one we have to thank. Because if you don't know, you can head to Patreon.com. You can donate a dollar and listen to our bonus audio content. But if you donate at the prestigious $5 level, you lovely people, you can vote. You just write down. I post every single month. You put in the post. Hey, I want you to cover Boobity Boo. Whatever game you can think of, as long as it came out, I really want their game to be boobity boo. As long as it came out on the system released before 1999, we'll put but, it in the hat and we'll draw and we might cover it. Boobity boo would be like a, a game about a ghost who's really clumsy. Yeah, boobity boo, boobity boo. Uh, and so Keith Jones, I think, is one that put this game in the hat, and it's the one we randomly drew. Yeah, it's of uh, 199 or sorry, 2000, developed by Eurocom, published by Sony, PlayStation One. One to four player party game. Now, Trevor, of course, we could have covered uh, a lot of PlayStation 1 games, right. including any of the, the trilogy of mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot, but we haven't done that yet. Yep. You and I both, I believe you got it too, right? Yep. The, the re-release of it, the I, recent one. I got the Switch version, yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and I would yep. love to talk about it at some point, uh-huh. but that's not today. <laughs> I actually, I loved the original Crash Bandicoot, and the third one. Oddly enough, I didn't own the second one. Yeah. Uh, I actually repurchased the original, because I got rid of it at some point. Partly so we could play it on the show, but instead, the first Crash Bandicoot game we're covering is Crash Bash. Yeah. 
for better or for worse. Not even Crash Team Racing. No. Not even Crash Bandicoot 2, but Crash Bash. Yeah, right. So thank you, patrons, for voting. Yeah, thank you, I think. We'll we'll, we'll find out yeah. when we get into our feelings about this. So, Johnny. Um, yes, Trevor. You mentioned briefly, we both really enjoyed the Crash Bandicoot series. Yes. Back in the day. On the oh, very much so, yes. Neither of us have any experience with this game, though. That is correct. However, we'll be talking later about a game that you could argue this game is inspired by. That's a strong word, the word inspired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mario Party. Yeah. Which we... Uh, we are going to be comparing this game uh, yeah. to that the whole time. It's, it's, it's You're just going to do it. That's what's, It's the king of party games, Mario Party. And that's what any other party game that's ever come out has yeah. aspired to be. And that's just fair to say because it's just, it's just the truth. The N64, you know, the first... I don't know if it's the first system. I think it was the first system that came standard with four controller ports. And so it just lent itself to these kinds of games. But, you know, Sony didn't want to be left behind in the fun party atmosphere. And maybe they were successful. Yeah. But I will say, what will I say? I was going to say something. <laughs> I was going to ask you something. What is it? Oh, do you want me to read from the back of the box? <laughs> More than anything. Because since we are very upstanding gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. We did not own this game. We spent our hard-earned patron money. By hard-earned, I mean you folks gave it to us for free. Yes. Uh, and we actually went out and bought this game. Um, I don't have the manual, but I do have the box. And it says, bring it on, baby. Crash and his friends are back. And a knockdown, drag out arena rumble. That's right. Get ready to ride, race, jump, throw in, battle it out to the finish, blow stuff up, toss TNT. Isn't that kind of redundant? I mean, that's what happens when you, anyways. Duke it out in the jungle. It's just a good old-fashioned bandicoot brawl. Then it just gives a bunch of things, but this is one of my favorite bullet points. All-time favorite characters. 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 Including characters. Dingo Doll, Koala Kong, and new baddie Rillaroo. And then the others are, you know, memorable, but, you know, Crash, Coco, Tiny, Dr. Neo, Cortex, and Embryo. Yeah. But I don't know if all those qualify as all-time favorite characters. They don't. They just don't. <laughs> oh, but anyways, it has adventure, battle, and tournament modes, and more than 30 competitive events and tons of rides. I'm going to... I don't want to give away my feelings already, but I'm going to... There's a couple bullet points on there that I feel you could challenge. <laughs> First of all... Competitive events and tons of rides. What this is tons of rides. This What's is that a set up like an amusement park. What's that even mean? <laughs> technically, rides. you know what? I think technically in every single game you are on something, aren't you? Or I, almost like you're on pogo stick or a sheep or a tank. Is that what it means? I guess. Okay. But anyways, it does support one to four players, but unfortunately, because the PlayStation only had two ports, you need a multi tap. Yeah, which you don't do not have. I used to have a multi. I feel like you had one too. I know. I remember it. But so I don't know if we could have wrangled my brother or somebody to play yeah. this with us. But so, I didn't have a. So before we get into our review of this yeah. game, let's put out some things to make sure everybody knows how we played it. Because mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say it was just two of us. There was yeah. not four. So remember that when it comes to our experience with this game, there was not four people. I think the more on any party game that you have, more people yeah. who play it, the better the game is. It doesn't matter what party yeah. game it is. It's just going to be the truth. So, just remember that. We're already handicapped that it's just me and you playing it. Um, We're generally hang- handicapped when it's just me and you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we normally get competitive with each other for some reason, and, that, yeah. and we always lose because of that. Uh, and also, what's the other thing I was going to say? I was going to point out another another Not reason. Not four players, Mario Party, PlayStation 1. I'm sure I'll think of it later, yeah. but I already forgot. But anyway, so just remember that Trevor and I experienced this game just two-player, not three or four. But Johnny, um, we could talk about the gameplay a little later. Do you want to just go through the graphics first? Let's do it. Yeah. So, graphics. Blocky. Yeah. But it's PlayStation 1, and it's 3D. And it's, you know, before the year 2000. Here's my opinion on the graphics. I'll keep it short and sweet. Okay. I think the game looks fine. I think it's, I agree with that. it's solid. But the character models are hideous. Yes. Downright I mean, ugly, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Even Crash Bandicoot, it may be unfair because we have played the re-release. Yeah. But I feel like he's uglier. I'm going to go get the box. You say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, did I do that? <laughs> 
Oh, geez, what are some other catchphrases? That's what she said. Um, I can't carry it, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you. Oh, geez, what else? Think movies, Johnny. You can do this. I'm Batman. No, you're Batman. Trevor, are you Batman? Nope. Okay. I was just trying to find a... So Trevor has the actual box from Crash Bandicoot, the game, for the PlayStation 1. You trying to find a character model? Yeah, these aren't really fair, because these are... Those oh, are... Nah. These oh, are, look uh... at her. <laughs> I don't want to objectify women, but that was one beautiful well, it doesn't show lady Bandicoot. Face. But I think he looks less hideous in this than he does in the Crash Bash game. Probably so. But maybe not. But all the other characters are hideous. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot looks okay in the I game. think he was meant to look goofy in the first place. Yeah. However, I think your point still stands. All the characters on here do not look great. Especially this one they made up, Rillaroo, lame as can be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Koala Kong looks dumb. Dingo Dial looks dumb. Tiny looks dumb. Coco and Crash and Dr. Neo Cortex, I think, are okay. They yeah. look like they do in the game. So I think but, we're both going to say overall graphics are, are fine. Yeah, they're fine for PlayStation 1. Yeah. Ugly character models, but the, the mini games themselves look fine. They're solid. The graphics are not so bad where you can't tell what's happening. No. You can you can still tell, and, and you still technically play it. To be fair, though, it is a 2000 game. The original Crash Bandicoot was four years earlier. Okay. So I'm not cutting much slack in the graphics. But the music's going to make up for that slack. Speaking of the music, your your wife came down while we were playing this, and the music was blaring. What was her What was her actual quote? So she uh, came part of the way down the steps, and her words were how we're going to sum it up. Yeah. Is that music? <laughs> that's, a, that's a direct quote. Yeah. Is that music? Is that music? <laughs> um, I'm going to say this. After going back and playing, it had been a long time since I played the original Crash Bandicoot, and then I got that trilogy. Mm-hmm. The, I remember when I was a kid thinking the music was much better than what it was now. Like, when I was mm. as an adult, it's not terrible, but to me, like, it's nowhere near as memorable as, say, I mean, this is unfair, as Mario or yeah. Sonic or Donkey Kong Country. It's just nowhere near that level. It, it yeah. gets The feeling gets across. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, the, it fits it. And I would dare say the music here fits what's happening on the screen for the most part. None of it felt really out of place. Yeah. But it's just beyond mediocre that you're just questioning if you're even listening to music. It's it kind of got drowned out. Yeah. We so Anna's review was is that music? Yeah. Um <laughs> and we're going to agree with that review, I think. I but your review is that's probably too loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, which yeah. i've never said about music before no i love music yeah so. i don't know it's not terrible but it's i could easily turn the music all the way down and not miss it yeah you're almost better just having your own own music if you play i don't know why you play this by yourself uh or yeah. the best music the best soundtrack for this would be if you have four friends yeah and, and whatever trash talk you're giving each other and i i do really like the music in the original crash bandicoot we'll save the review when we yeah. cover that game yeah. But you're right, it's not aged quite as well as some of the other games. I'll also say this, the music in the original Crash Bandicoot is better than this. It's just, yeah, it's, it's more memorable. Yeah. Um. So, graphics... Graphics? Graphics. Graphics. And Musica mm-hmm. are mediocre to average. Right. The gameplay... Here's the thing. This is, I mean, let's just say this is about as close to a Mario Party clone as you're going to get in some ways. But it's not quite as much of a clone as like Sonic Shuffle. Sega tried this too on the Dreamcast. Sonic Shuffle was like Mario Party in that it's a board game with mini games. 
Yeah, this is not a board game. No, it's really just mini games. Yeah. So it, the setup is just like a, a Crash Bandicoot game. Mm-hmm. The levels all set up the same, but each instead of a level, uh, each room is not a level. It's actually just a different mini game. So the adventure mode, like Johnny said, is set up just like the original Crash, and you can play it two players. Yeah. But ultimately, it's still just mini games. The battle mode lets you pick any of the mini games you've unlocked and play them individually with one to four players. And tournament mode is not as fun as it sounds. It just lets you pick one type of mini game and play them all in a row. Right. Which is the elephant in the room, and I'm going to go and say it. The back of the box says 30 mini games. That's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> I, that, I would say it's misleading. That's best It's very point. misleading. Yeah, better way to put Here's it. Here's the thing. We struggled to play this game long enough to feel like we got our money's worth and to give you guys your money's worth, so to speak. Because in reality, with what we had unlocked from the start, there was only four mini games. It's like this, Trevor. When we were younger, I would say, Trevor, let's go play horse. Okay. Trevor, let's play the game 21. Okay. Trevor, mm-hmm. let's uh, play around the world. All right. Trevor, uh, let's play two on two. The Although the... Although those are different forms of it, they're all basketball. Yes. And that's kind of where this is leading. Literally, every game, uh, every game, I'm going to say game types, because that's what this is. They split this up into game types. There's seven seven different game types, and there's like like four versions of each game type, which are literally just, they're just adding on little parts to each one. So to give you an example, when I said there's only four mini games from the start, there are seven game types, but you only have four from the start, so you've got to play through the adventure mode. To unlock the other three. So, let's say you're playing the pogo game top, whatever yeah. they call it. So, in the first level, you might be on a pogo stick trying to paint all the squares your color. Right. There's a very similar Mario Party game. And there's other games like this, too. It's not Tron. What's that game where you're... Well, it adds some Tron stuff to yeah. it later. Anyways, so you're trying to paint the floor your color. Yeah. And later, they might add the twist that... Now, the level looks different. It's a different setting. But you're really doing the same thing. With some new items and maybe a twist. For example, if you touch your own color a block, if you paint back over your own color, you erase all of your color. Right. And then they'll yeah. add missiles or something. Missiles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another game top, one of our least favorite, your own um, ice. And this is there's a Mario Party game just like this. Oh, yeah, 100%. On Mario Party, you're rolling on top of a ball. Yeah. So it has a little excitement. And this, this one, one, you're on a polar bear. Is it a polar bear? Because yeah. it sounds like a sheep. <laughs> But yeah, what sheep in the ice? It just it, it goes <laughs> every time you bump with it. What did you think about this mini game though? Where you're riding on the ice? I uh, hated it. The best version of it was the last version because they took out that safety ring. Yeah. Uh, the very first one you play, uh, you got to technically hit them through the same spot twice to make them go off the ledge. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if like when you go bowling and you put out the the bumpers. And you hit the bumper, and if they went out after you hit them, so the next yeah. time you could go into the gutter, it's very, like, that's that's technically it. By the time you get to the last version of it, though, that's all gone, and it plays just like it should in the first place. Yeah. So you got the same minigame four times, just with twist. That's yeah. the point. So the point we're trying to make here is, even if you play through the adventure mode and beat everything, you unlock all seven game tops, yeah. times four. But really, I don't think it's accurate to say there's 30 games. No. I mean, technically... There's 28 plus a couple unlockable, but it's really only seven. Seven. I'm trying to think what to compare it to. Um, well, your basketball analogy was pretty good. Oh, there was a Bubsy 2. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> Bubsy 2 boasted it had a crazy number of levels. Yeah. But really, they just switched them up. That's the way this is. It's 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 claiming 28 mini games or 30, but it's really seven plus. Yeah, and they're so similar that they won't feel any different whatsoever. Speaking of not what you're saying at all, okay. this is going to be a really short episode, so let's try to talk about the other game types we played. There was the one that was not terrible, but kind of boring. I think also I want to point out real quick, because this applies to every one of them that I that I experienced, uh, the the game, the characters feel slow. Yes. Like they feel really, really slow. Like they're almost like they're running through sand uh-huh. to me. And... That really hurt it a lot. I think if this game had realized that and had picked up the speed a little bit, it would have really added a little bit of sense of urgency to these games because it just feels like you're in molasses half the time. It really did feel like they took the Mario Party minigames and just slowed them down. Yeah. Which kind of kills the excitement. 
Speaking of killing the excitement. Yeah, let's keep doing that. Uh, there's something I want to talk about. About, Anyways, let's save that, though. The way uh, it kind of drives these games into the ground. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But first, let's talk about... Um, <laughs> uh, there's one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, again, it's a very, very well-used party game. Not just a Mario Party, but, I mean, it's basically Pong. Four-player Pong and different versions of that. Yeah. In one version, you're just slinging balls back and forth. and you, It's yes. like air hockey. You don't want the ball to get past you. As one does. Yes. And another one, it might have the twist, and this was kind of cool. The twist is the balls are magnetic, and you can actually connect or collect them and then release them when you want to. Yeah, but again, the issue here is it moves so slow, the balls move so slow, uh-huh. that I think the only way that this is fun is if you play with four people. Yeah. I do, because... Even though the computers did, mean you were on the team. Mm-hmm. So even though the computers did beat us once, I think, mm-hmm. it never, ever felt like we were in jeopardy. And let's go and say that, because I don't want to be negative the whole time. This game, but we played it, we didn't play it one player. One player, I think, would be atrocious. Yeah. At least we played it two player. But I do think this game would be twice as fun with four people. I agree. I agree. Because the computer is pretty lame. Very much so. They're not always easy, but they're never smart. And it depends on what the game is, too. Yeah. Some of these mini games are a lot better at, and other ones, like this one that you're mentioning oh now, goodness. they're just not good at it at all. We literally watched them just stand there yeah. and let the balls go past them. They didn't even move to they're go They're random it. with their movement. Yeah. They're like if I was playing soccer and I was the goalie, I would just right. let the ball go past me. And if you actually hit the ball, I'd be like, good job, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to another week. Um... Uh, one of the other mini game types we got to play was you're literally just in a square room and you're slinging boxes at each other and you're trying to kill each other, basically. Most of them I could describe as the same thing. Yeah. Most of these games are in a type of square or a circle room. And then really the only other type of game out of seven that we got to play, we unlocked the tank style games. Yeah. And this one sounds cool, but it's like a very slowed down Bomberman. Yes. Again, the sense of speed needed to be ratcheted up for this game to yeah. be fun. Because I think that, of all of them, I think if they'd ratched up the speed on that one, I could have enjoyed it. Because you're riding around in a tank, yeah. and your tur- turret, I can never say that Tort, word. Yeah. Your turret moves separately from your tank, Yeah, and you shoot each other, you can lay mines, but it's very slow. Yeah, the mines work just like Bomberman. Yeah. Uh, it's just, man. All right, Trevor, I'm going to ask you this. Out of the four or five, well, five game tops we played, yeah. Which one did you like the most? Let's be as positive as we can. Okay. Because I'm sure there's people out there who have had great experiences with this game. It wasn't the it wasn't the polar bear one on the ice for sure. The ball one, I think in theory I liked the most, but not with the computer players. Only if we played with four people. The tank one I want to like the most, but it was kind of boring. I hate to say it, but I think the one where you jump around the pogo stick coloring the ground. Yeah. Was kind of the most interesting. Yeah, to me, I'm going to pick the the ball one. Yeah, but only when they added more stuff to it. The yeah. first one, no, but the second one where you can not only repulse the balls, but you could also, mm-hmm. uh, you almost like you can add like you have like a magnet on the front of your bumper yeah. or whatever, and you can attract them to you. You can attract the balls, Trevor. That was kind of clever. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say, I think if we had, and we'll get into this deeper here in a minute when we compare it to Mario Party directly. But if we had four people over, I think the one you're talking about was definitely be the best game. Yes, I agree. Yep. That being said, that's all we got to play. We got to play different versions of all those games. Yeah, we were... played this game a little while, too. We, I feel we gave this game a, a fairly fair chance I, in a shot. I, we just yeah. kept playing and playing. We're like, there's got to be something else. Yeah. So, Trevor, but, I think yeah. it's time to get into what else this game does to really... Hmm. I want to say... You know when, like we do, when we don't have a lot to talk about, we, we kind of just have filler? <laughs> yeah. What does this game do that's very similar to that? So, you know Mario Party. I think even the original Mario Party had 40 to 50 mini games, and then they went like 60, 70, 80 mini games after that. So they got plenty of mini games, so they don't drive them in the ground. You just right. play for 30 seconds and you're done. So even if you get a mini game that you're kind of like, eh, yeah. Maybe then the next one, you might be like, oh, that was fun. Or it was different, Yeah, because some Mario Party minigames, to be fair, are duds. Yeah. But it's over in less than a minute, usually. Yeah. This one, in Adventure Mode, you have to beat, not just play, but beat the computer three times at the same minigame before it lets you move on. Yeah, so you do rounds, I guess, is the best way to put it. So, like, let's say we're playing the, the, uh, the ice game, where we're riding around on the polar bears. 
We win the first one, then the computer wins. We win another one, then the computer wins. We win another one, then the computer wins. Yeah. We have to win another one for it to end. It's like 15 minutes. It felt yes. like. <laughs> yes. That minigame does not hold up that long. No, it does not. <laughs> That's why yeah. Mario Party knew to have so many different ones. Yeah. If you're going to do this type of game, you need to have a bunch of different types of minigames. Not just the same one, just redone every time. Here's what I think. Mario Party, this is the year 2000 when this came out. Maybe not by this point. But eventually Mario Party got a reputation for being Nintendo's cash cow. You know, like, there for a while there was a Tony Hawk game every year. Yeah. There was always a Madden game every year. Call of Duty. Well, Mario Party was sort of like that for Nintendo. Yeah, it came out all the time. And I think maybe Eurocom, what they were thinking when they were making this Crash Bash game is, it can't be that hard. Look how many Mario Party games Nintendo has, you know. Yeah. They have 50 mini games, and they were as well. I don't, we can't really come up with 50 good mini games. <laughs> so we're going to come up with seven. And then we're going to make people play them over and over again yeah. in different versions. Right. That might be too negative, but I thought maybe they realized, damn, we're not going to come up with 30 different mini games or whatever. So we're just going to have to drive these into the ground. It's unfortunate. because Very much so. I think, honestly, even the ones we like the least would hold up against a Mario Party mini game if you only played it one time for 30 seconds. Yeah, and the game moved a little quicker. Right. But the board game part, even though the board game, I'm a pretty serious board gamer. And oh, the, yeah. And I think the board game part of Mario Party is not a well-designed board game. I mean, it's all luck. You're just rolling dice. But it makes, it adds to the game. It does. It adds something fun to the game. And without it, I don't know. This just fell flat. That's really negative. I was trying to think of some positives to say. <laughs> Let's do some positives about it, Trevor. Well, we already kind of uh, did. We thought how we yeah. would fix the game, sort of. None of the mini games are outright awful. No. Some of them are just outright boring. But that's the biggest sin of this game, yeah. is that I told you that I would rather play a bad game than mm-hmm. a mediocre game. Absolutely. And this game, sadly to me, is like the definition of mediocre. Like I can tell playing this that uh, whoever made this game knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like any of it was done terribly. Yeah. But like some weird decisions were made. Uh, they just didn't speed the game up for whatever reason. All kinds of little decisions went into this game that just made it mediocre. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 and I really, really hate that because when I was younger, I, this is going to sound weird, I thirsted for more and more different cool mascots. Mm-hmm. Like I had Sonic and he was awesome. I had Mario and, he, and Mario and Luigi, who of course were my favorites. And I was all about some Crash Bandicoot at one point because I loved playing those Crash Bandicoot games. And then this is what we get. <laughs> So the positive thing I could say, my face is bleeding. Excuse the napkin tearing sound. No, I didn't. I didn't touch him. So <laughs> the positive thing I can say is I could see us having fun with some of these games. Yeah. With four people. Here's the thing. This is what we were talking about. We got say Derek and Adam are over, which is really not that common of a thing, and we're gonna play some video games. There's a long list of games we would probably pick up before this one. Yes. Including any of the Mario Party games. Yes. So you know, sometimes when a game is bad, you still want your friends to play it to yeah. experience it. Uh, some when a game is good, you want your friends to play it to experience it. But mm-hmm. this one is so mediocre that I really, I, I don't like. If you said, "Hey, we should play this," I'd be like, "Okay." And if you didn't say we should play this, I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm okay either way. And I think that's that's kind of the worst. Either should be really bad or really good. Yeah. And this one is right in the middle squarely to me. Well, we've beat into the ground a little bit. Do you yeah. want to review or do you want me to review first? I'll go first. All right. I already kind of leaned toward it anyway. Yeah. I really wanted this game to be awesome. I came into this. I've never played this game before. Of course, I played the Crash games before and I loved them. So I was ready to love this game. I was ready to give this game a fair shot, even though I knew going in that it was just trying to be a Mario Party clone. And there's been other games that have done that. So that's not really a, a bad thing. If you're going to be a type of game, you want to look at the, the king of those games and see what they do. And maybe you can learn from that. But they made a lot of weird decisions. The game's too slow. The mini games, you got to play them too many times to, to get past them. Which just really makes you notice the flaws of them more and more. Because you're just stuck playing mm-hmm. the same one and again and again and again. 
that really hurts it. And you're just going to automatically compare it to Mario Party. And this is nowhere near Mario Party. I can't wait for us to cover a Mario Party mm-hmm. game. This, I'm going to say, is so mediocre. So in theory, it should be a 5, right? Because it's half of a 10. Yeah. But I feel the medio- <laughs> the mediocrity is so bad, I'm going to knock it down even more because I was just bored. Yeah. I hate that I was bored playing a Crash Bandicoot game. That should never, ever happen. And I'm sorry if you love this game. Because I'm sure there are people out there who do. Yeah. I mean, this is all subjective at the end of the day. But for me... A party game should never, ever be boring. And I was bored. And I was really hyped to play a game with my best pal who I hadn't seen in weeks. Yeah. And to record the show that I love to record and have a fun time doing. And this is what I get. I get what this. What you get for having hopes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mr. Jones, for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a four and a half. I, it's just beyond mediocre. It's so <laughs> mediocre that I knocked it down a point from being mediocre. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to hide it. You literally stole my score. <laughs> I thought it was probably going to get a five. But I'm like, eh, it's just that little extra bit of boring. So it's yeah. going to get a four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's even worse, real quick, is people have seen the pictures on our Facebook page. Go to Facebook slash yeah. RetroBliss. You put a couch down here. Oh, yeah. And it's beyond <laughs> comfortable. And that was a terrible combination with the mediocre game. Yeah. Because I just got comfortable. And I was like, I can, I'm just going to take a nap and I'd have a better time. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're an adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, the best thing I can say about this game is it honestly would be fun with with some buddies. But I have one buddy and it wasn't fun. Yeah. I think we could sit around and watch paint dry and just joke. And if it's the four of us compadres together, we're going to have fun. Yeah. So here's the thing. Is Mario Party fun with just two people? Because Mario Party, I won't play by myself. I just think, I'm sorry if you do that, but I just don't do it. And that's not like a Mario Party, because those are fun games when you're playing with friends. Right. But I think, my point is, I think even with just you, me and you would have fun with Mario Party. Yeah. We wish the guys were over, but... So there's the thing. So I think it fails in a comparison against Mario Party. Um, It tried... And there's definitely effort here. None of the games are broken. But when you have only seven genuine games, if you don't like, say, two or three of them, that's kind of bad. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, four and a half out of ten. It is not horrible. And honestly, it probably deserves a little higher than that from an objective standpoint because it's solid for yeah. the most part. But it's just so throwaway. It's so... I almost wish it were terrible. I wish it were Fantastic Four. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> Might be our next game, right? Uh, but it's not. It's it's not terrible, and it's not great. Four and a half out of ten. I got it for ten bucks. I saw it going for ten to twenty on eBay. I think if you can get it for ten to experience it, sure. I would yeah. not pay more than ten dollars for this. I think if you're, I play me and Johnny both. I mean, we'd get to do the show together, but most of the time when we're playing games, we're by ourselves. Yeah, I wouldn't play this game by myself. No, never, never. But if there's at least a chance you'll have some people over to play with you, I think for $10, despite everything we've said, with four players, if you have a PlayStation, if you have a multi-tap, four people willing to play an outdated game that's not as good as Mario Party, <laughs> sure, it's worth $10. Yeah. But that's all it's worth. Yeah. I can't say it's Retro Bliss approved, though. I can't either. It's just below that mark for me. If you want to try it, I get it, because I sort of love when I, I, I have a weird fascination love for party games. Yeah. Even board game variety ones, just to see what dynamic or what they're going to pull out yeah. to make them fun. And I've always loved playing new Mario Party games. I just, yeah. I just have. Speaking of, maybe we should wait for this. That's we'll review Mario Party then. Sorry, I just you made me think. There's a new Switch Mario Party coming out called Super Mario Party. Apparently, it's going to try some new gimmicks. That would be a good time for us to review uh, Mario Party 64. I'm with you. I'm with you. But no. for Crash Bash, this is not sadly Richard Bliss approved. However, this commercial might convince you to buy something. We think we should roll it. Trevor, I'm just going to ask you real quick before we roll this commercial. Okay. Um, I, I got, I got to tell you something. I don't, I'm not listening. I, while you've, while you've been away, I mean, we haven't seen each other in a uh-huh. while. I went out and I may have gotten us a sponsor. Oh no. I'm not going to reveal it yet. It's going to be soon, uh, but let's just say that I'm sure out on the Outback, they really enjoy this stuff. 
Oh, on the Outback, huh? <laughs> yeah, out in the Outback. Uh. But uh, we'll get to that later. I, I'm not allowed yet, due to the contract, okay. to totally tell you what this is and to uh, you know discuss it any more than what I already have. I'll tell you off air. But in the meantime, let's roll this other commercial. Uh, so go ahead, Chris, please, buddy pal. Uh, roll this beautiful footage. <laughs> Come on, move it! Step on it! Come on, move it! What? Are you talking to me? Honk the horn again, okay? Crash is ready for battle. Crash Bash, a head-to-head multiplayer rumble. Rated E for everyone. Uh, two O's in Bandicoot, okay, pal? Uh, sir? That was the longest build-up for a commercial I've ever heard. I just want to make sure, because I think you forgot. Uh, oh yeah, we, I forgot we got a new sponsor. Yeah, because I'm pretty I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I told you that we got a new one coming in. Yeah, wow. And starting, uh, well, I, the next will be a retro herald, and I, it's going to start with that one, uh, if I remember. <laughs> and then the yeah. next retro list will be 100 sponsored by this great, amazing product. So we're not going to announce the product yet. I can't. I'm not allowed to due to contract. Can I just say this? Mm-hmm. We may have had experience with this particular product that's fair some episodes ago that's why we got this contract and we'll just say they enjoy this product in the outback like you said that's right they sure do and uh, so figure that out (laughs) sleuths yep (laughs) they'll give you some homework there or just wait till next week and i'll just blow the whole thing uh speaking of blowing the whole thing yeah trevor so fan feedback fan feedback So, Johnny. Yes, Trevor. I think you should head to our social media accounts. Okay. Which now includes, exclusively, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, okay. Because I've left Twitter to die for like a month. Yeah. It Robert. just never happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said forget it. <laughs> you just accepted it. I didn't that. delete the account, so we could have stuff on there. I don't know. So, you just accepted what it was. <laughs> yes, I accepted defeat. <laughs> but you should head to our Instagram account and interact with us. Yeah, you so, I posted about this game, and dadgum, if there's not more comments about Crash Bash than some of the good games we covered. <laughs> um, so let's see. Hope, helping go great games. Said, I love the draw results so much and fun minigame compilation. So he's happy that this was the random game we drew, he or she. Um, I don't know if I'm happy this is the random game we drew from the patron picks, but I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. Uh, Super Gamerbot said... Clap hands, exciting mark. Oh, they loved it. Chamagood said, Yoo! That's oh, good. I feel guilty. Then Chamagood said, This is my childhood. <laughs> That's fair, though. It's very fair, yeah. We gotta remember that people come from different eras, and let's just, maybe that's that was their Mario Party, was this. Please, I hope you didn't turn off the podcast. I have a lot of love for Crash Bandicoot. I was a little before his time, and that, you know, Mario was a sort of, and Sonic were our first platformers. Yeah. But I love Crash Bandicoot, so it did me no pleasure to bash on this game. Maybe his first system was a PlayStation. Yeah. You know, we don't Anyways, know that. And if you never play Mario Party, oh, yeah, this will be a blast with with um, with um other children. Anyways, <laughs> the Jasonator91 said, I enjoyed this game a lot growing up. <laughs> we're, the, I feel like we're just destroying people's childhood. I didn't read these ahead of time. It's kind of making me feel bad. <laughs> the Polar Bear Ice game was probably my favorite. Oh, my gosh. The last one was the best one because there was no barrier. Well, I agree with this next part. That level always cracked me up with the funny sounds from the polar bears. I thought they were sheep because they don't sound like polar bears at all. <laughs> and then I4Jeb said, thumbs up, smiley face. So nothing negative from the fans on Instagram. What about Facebook? If you go over to Facebook, Trevor, and you look up the group Retro Blist, you can join it there. Uh-huh. And we only had one. You only put this up there once, right? Because I'm only seeing the yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, I see it. We only had one thing, uh, and it was from Keith Jones himself. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we get a little bit of an explanation as to why he picked this game. Oh, okay. I don't think I read this. Um, your actual question was, uh, this was the randomly drawn Patreon pick for August. Is this a Mario Party ripoff or fun minigame compilation? Is what you asked. Mm. And his response was, 
I don't know yet. <laughs> it and Crash Team Racing, which is a game I really want to play, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, were the only games my wife played as a kid. I, wa- I want it to be good so I can play it with Uh-oh. her and the kids. It's worth like $50 platinum in Australia. Mm. That sounds like a lot. I don't know. I'm look that up. Yeah, what's the currency exchange? So I'll tell them if you should buy it or not. <laughs> yeah, what's the currency exchange? I did read this quote. Them? I remember that now. Uh, in Australia, so I really need to know whether it is RetroBliss approved or not. See, here's the thing. We review these games out as we, ex- especially this one, I had no prior experience with. And you did not either. This is our first time experiencing this game. I kind of think if we had played this when we were kids, that might have helped our score a little bit, just from nostalgia. So, I'm not going to say that his wife is wrong to play these games. Because maybe we would have liked them when we were younger too. We just didn't, we didn't even hate it. It's just mediocre to us. So... I thought this is going to make me sound really dumb. <laughs> Which we've never done before uh-huh. on this show. When he said 50 platinum, I thought that was like a currency in Australia. But I'm not finding that. It said 50 platinum, right? Yeah, I read that. It's a platinum. Maybe it's a saying. So I don't know how to convert that. Let's just do 50 Australian dollars to US dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really dumb right now. And spoiler, I'm pretty sure our sponsor is from Australia that we're yep. going to be mentioning soon. So that's kind of embarrassing. 50... Australian to US. Yeah, it's just called the Australian dollar. Okay, 50 is 36 bucks. No, no. Keith, don't do it. <laughs> Keith, I'm saying this. I'm saying this, Keith. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. Because yeah. for some reason, you give us some. <laughs> yeah. And we beyond appreciate it. I... I, t- I would feel wrong if I suggested somebody buy this game for that much. I don't think it's worth 36 in a world with Mario Party. But if you have a multi-tap and you said your family, not just your wife, you could probably have a good time. But I don't think it's worth $36. It might be worth $36 just based on nostalgia and that she grew up with yes. that game. I would say that. I played much worse games based on nostalgia and enjoyed them. Yeah, so. But I would recommend probably Crash Team Racing instead because I have a hunch that game holds up better. I've heard better things about it. Yeah. I'll say that. So and that's the only thing we had on there. That's all our fan feedback, which really leads one exciting order of business. What's that, Trevor? The Bliss Quiz. So, in the spirit of a party game... And laziness. And laziness, especially laziness. (laughs) We're being mediocre. Always laziness. Why do you think I moved a couch in here? Yeah, it's a good point. So, we're going to play a party game. And you can play along at home. Because we are playing Beyond Balderdash. And for all you Aussie fans who maybe probably know what Balderdash is, but in case you don't, specifically, I assume everyone else in the world knows, but I assume our Australian fans don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm saying that to make up for the review we're going to be reading in a little bit. Oh, okay. So anyways, Balderdash is basically, you pick a category, like words, people, movies, and you read the correct answer, and you read an answer you made up, and you mix them up, and then the other person has to guess which is the real answer or which one you made up. Normally you play it with more people, but we're going to play it one-on-one. Yeah, we're going to see who wins. So you can play along at home. Johnny? Yes. Your first question. Okay. There are... Five categories. Words, people, initials, movies, or dates. Which category would you like? Movies. So movies. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg stars as an uptight actress who causes trouble when she starts making crank. Okay, it says crank phone calls. Okay. I don't know if that's a misprint. No, that's a thing. Crank phone calls? Not prank? Crank phone calls? Oh, I don't know. Anyways, Wh- Whoopi Goldberg in a movie about prank phone calls, basically. So I'm going to look at the real one without showing you. Right. And I'm going to try to be tricky with this. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to mix them up in my head. So you're going to hope that I don't know Whoopi Goldberg movies. So this Whoopi Goldberg movie about crank phone calls, <laughs> is it called... <laughs> it's harder than I thought it would be. Is it called Prank Call? The Telephone. 
Prank Call or The Telephone, which is the real movie title. Uh. The Telephone. That's correct. Woo. That's one for Johnny. All right, hand me one. So, I got the same choices. I'm also going to pick. No, I'm going to switch it up on the first one. Mm-hmm. Words. Oh, hold on. I was looking at this backwards. So you'll read me the definition, and then you'll look at the real one. Gotcha. Words is your category you picked. Yep. Having a single hoof on each foot is the definition. So it's the word for having a single hoof on each foot. Yeah, I wish you hadn't picked this. Uh, Is it... um, Let me think of this. And the trick of this game, while Johnny's thinking, I think is to be believable. I usually just try to be funny when I played this in the past, but being believable okay. seems to work better. Uh, solo pedulate or uh, solid ungulate? Oh. You said the first one a lot more confidently, so I thought that was a real one. But the second one, I feel like I've heard that before. I'm going to pick the second one, solid ungulate. That is correct. Oh. So reach got one. One to one. All right, getting you a new card. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with. Are all the categories the same one each yeah. one? Uh, give me people. The author. Well, this seems pretty easy, but I don't know. Yeah. The author of the novel Ben Hur, and one-time governor of New Mexico. I'm gonna blow your mind. I don't. I know what Ben Hur is, but it doesn't mean I know who the author is. All right, so I just get to make up a name. This is gonna be fun. So the author of Ben Hur and one-time governor of New Mexico. Yep. All right. Is it Benjamin Bratt or Lou Wallace? Benjamin Bratt. It is Lou Wallace. Dang it. Whew. I didn't know the difference. <laughs> I, d- I don't know who either person. I just made up Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> it sounds like an author's name. trying to sound confident. <laughs> All right, have a card. All right. All right what are you, what's so, your category, sir? Initials is weird. How does the initials one work? Oh, initials one can be funny. I'm going to pick the initials one. If you can use either card, if you want to, just to give you more choices. If but you don't the like initials that one. one's easy. Like you just—it's just the first letter of each thing on this one. Like I just told you what. Like I'm just going to give you what this one is. Okay. Because I already gave it away. Polish American Historical Association, and the initials are literally P A H A, which is what that word was. That doesn't make any sense. You know what that one was? That's what this one is. I've broken this game. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. I'm not picking initials. Okay. Pick I'm picking one. movies. All right. You can use either card if you want more choices. Alright. <clears throat> so this is the, my second question. Suspense mystery movie that revolves around a hitchhiker who loses his memory and tries to prove himself innocent of murder. Okay. A suspense mystery movie that revolves around a hitchhiker who loses his memory and tries to prove himself innocent of murder. Hmm. And it's either... Let me let me think of some good ones. Yeah, because you got to sound confident when you say it. That's right. That's I'll read right through you. <clears throat> In the normal game, it is a little yeah. easier because somebody else is reading what you wrote down. The Forgotten Man or The Long Wait? Oh, The Long Wait. Correct. Oh, I like The Forgotten Man more. That's why I picked that one. <laughs> So I have two and you have one. This is your last chance. To just tie. Yep. And I got three cards to choose from, but would you like uh, movies, dates, people, words? Uh, let's do words. All right. I'm going to pick this one because it's funnier. An aggressive, loud-mouthed person. <laughs> That's easy. It's just your name. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so an aggressive, loud-mouthed person... Yeah. Is the dictionary definition. A Kraken Claw or a Whoopnacker? A Kraken Claw or a Whoopnacker? A Kraken Claw sounds like what we experience on Sea of Thieves. Uh, so I'm going to go with whatever that last word you just said was. Uh, whoopnacker? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I love that word. Yeah, whoopnacker. <laughs> Don't be a whoopnacker. So you've tied me. So you got to get this one right. I get this win. one right. I get it. Okay. What's your category, sir? So words are pretty fun. Let's just do words. <laughs> uh, 
If I get this one, I win. If not, we're going to have to do a tiebreaker. So you better be tricky. Mm, I'm already trying to think of my second one so I can just get into it. Okay. The definition is a new growth of hair on the head. <laughs> a new growth of hair on the head. Mm-hmm. And your choices are, my good sir, they are It's really hard when there's only two choices to not get it right. I know. And we didn't write these down ahead of time. Um, If you want to write them both down, I can read them. No, no. I could be really cheap just to make it a tie. As long as it's not the same word, it's allowed, I think. Is it a a new a new growth on the hair uh-huh. of hair on the head? Is it a Pax wax or a heady cab? Heady cab. Oh, I got you. Pax wax. Oh. <laughs> Those are both pretty good. Oh, it's tied. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the big round. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Go ahead and hand me one so I can be ready. What do you want? What category? Let's let's say we both have to have the same category for this. Since it's a, we'll know. do movies. Let's do movies for our last right. one. Because yeah. I saw the word hedgehog, so I'm going to pick it. <laughs> oh, that's the word. Never mind. Sorry. So movies. <laughs> yep. Okay, this is an excellent, so they're actually giving a review of the movie here. Oh, okay. An excellent slapstick comedy about two cigar store clerks who solve the murder of a music executive. Okay. So, two slapstick comedy, sorry. It's a comedy about two... I got you, I'm with you. Cigar store clerks who solve the murder of a music executive. So it involves cigars and murder and music. I got you, I'm with you. So... Alright, let's see. Is it Jazzed Up the Nitwits? Jazzed Up the Nitwits. The Nitwits. You got it. Okay. Alright, right. so, and if you tie, if you get this one right, then I'm just going to say we're going in a tie. Alright, last chance not to do that. <clears throat> Movies, Trevor. The, the synopsis of this film is a yogurt company executive... Okay. Which is a great start. Mm-hmm. Gets together with a cleaning woman after he is framed for dirty business deals. Mm. A yogurt company executive gets together with a cleaning woman after he is framed for dirty business deals. Is the name of this film, Trevor? Is it? <laughs> Mama, there's a man in your bed. Or, <laughs> Daddy, you should go look what I just saw. Daddy, you should say that last one again. Is it, Mama, there's a man in your bed, or Daddy, you should go see what I just saw? I'm going to pick the first one. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said the second one different. The second time. <laughs> I couldn't remember how it said it. <laughs> what a weird name for a movie. Mama, there's a man in your wow. bed. Wow. All right. So, well, we ended in a tie. That's all right. That's Everybody a, wins. That's a good way to end Just like episode. playing Crash Bash, we all win. But there's two things. What's that? First, let's do our Patreon shout-outs. Good idea. Then let's uh, discuss our new iTunes review. (laughs) Oh, oh yes. Let's do it. So, Patreon. Head to patreon.com. Throw us as little as a dollar. We put, at least once a month, we put a bonus episode. In fact, we're about to record one right now when this ends. Oh, snaps. Let's go and say, let's get people hopped up so it'll give us money for free. All right, Trevor. What are we going to talk about? We're going to get a heated debate about emulation and Nintendo's recent suing. That has led to the shutdown of several emulation sites. That's right. What could be the death of emulation, some might say. That's right. That's right. We're going to get into it. So for a dollar, you can hear it. Hey, just give us a dollar, then cancel the next month. Yeah. If you want to hear us talk about that. We just want slash need slash beg for your money. Yep. So, without a doubt, as I click, we have patrons. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's like, no, you don't anymore. They all left you. (laughs) Nick Stevens. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for being a gym, Nick. Keith Jones. I see what you did there. Bradley Boson. That's really clever. Wait a minute, Keith Jones. Yeah. He's the one who just picked yeah. this game. I was going to say something bad, but it's okay, Keith. It's okay. We played worse games. <laughs> it's okay. We played worse games. We're not going to hunt you down. 
Bradley Boson. <laughs> He's pretty safe. He's an Australian. Daniel Chavez. Daniel. Michael Thompson. Thank you. Timothy McGowan. Thank you. Caleb Dixon. Thank you. Andrew Coed. Thank you, Fred. Peter Panda. Thank you, pal. Anthony Mullen. Thank you, buddy. Jason Bennett. Thank you, buddy. Christopher M. Scholes. Thank you, pal. Jason Wilson. What you doing, Jason? Keith Farnham. Keith. Dig Dougie. And, <laughs> and Sean Fritz. Sean, thanks to all yous for the support. Thanks for donating, and we hope you enjoy the episode about us just fighting it out yeah. over emulation. We've already gotten one argument today about mm-hmm. board games, so we're going to yes. be arguing about this. <laughs> I don't know how short this episode is at this point, but I did have a, a cautionary tale. Go ahead. All right. So, don't let me forget the iTunes review, though. Let's do the iTunes review first. Okay, let's so do that. Remember. So, and then as we'll you all caution- know... Then, I, we'll, then we'll do your cautionary tale. Uh, don't tell them, but iTunes kind of stinks. They don't even show us reviews from other countries. But thankfully, I'm signed up for an app that tells me when we get a new review. Yeah. We're so starved for attention that we do what we can (laughs) to get it. (laughs) So I know we got a new five-star review from the land down under. Oh, groggy. Uh, And it is a fantastic review. It is from Lobies in Australia. Five stars. He says, five stars. The review title is Sounds Like Redneck Rampage. It says, sounds like two rednecks that try to play video games poorly. That's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. We can't say that's wrong. <laughs> and speaking of rednecks. Yeah. What's your cautionary tale, Trevor? Those fans who've been around for a while know about the whole Bud story. Where I sold my Xbox One because it appeared to be broken. Uh, bought a new Xbox One. And nothing really has come of that as far as Bud. As far as I know, Bud's doing great. But I kind of have a, just a cautionary tale. So when I bought my Xbox One, it came with a free month of Game Pass. Okay, I know what this is about. <laughs> and keep in mind now, I bought this new Xbox One because I thought my Xbox One that I barely used was already broken. And you just had stickers. And I wanted to be able to play games with you guys. Well, you know, Bud found out that he had just had stickers right. stuck in the disc tray. Did he still try to contact you? No, he hasn't. Okay. So anyways, it had a free month of Game Pass. The only catch was you had to put in your credit card. I'm like, that's... It says you can cancel any time, but you have to put in a credit card. Like, okay, whatever. I put in a credit card, and then I think it was like the next week, the the bank sent me a new card, which happens a scary amount of times. I don't know if they thought it was... Whatever. They sent me a new card. So the card I had in my Microsoft account was no good, which is fine. I knew that, but I'm like, I don't care. I wasn't going to renew it anyways. I'll just renew it when I want to. Not a big deal. They'll cancel my Game Pass when my month is up. Not a big deal. Well, since I put my card in there, not only did they try to automatically renew my Game Pass, but they went ahead and signed me up for another $60 worth of Xbox Live. A year's worth. I've never done that automatically. I always buy the cards. I'll look for a deal if I can find one, you know, um, from Amazon or wherever. Well, I didn't realize they had signed me up for another year of Xbox Live and another month of Game Pass. Um, And it's been a while since I've even played online. But I heard that there was a deal on Xbox Live. You went to the Microsoft Store, you get it for 40 bucks. So I tried to check out for my new year of Xbox Live. And they said, no, you can't buy anything from us until you pay your overdue uh, payments. I'm like, what What are you talking about? So they went ahead and renewed without, my, without me knowing it, even though my card isn't good. They went ahead and let me have the service, apparently. The problem is I can't cancel or renew my service until I pay these quote-unquote overdue debts. So I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. The bottom line is I can never give Microsoft my updated credit card information or they're going to stick it to me (laughs) for a service I've not even been using and I refuse to pay for. It just really makes me mad. Technically, I don't think they did anything illegal, but I'm just mad because if if the card doesn't work, then just don't give me the service. That's fine. But they gave me the service and I didn't even know it. And now they say I owe them back money. (laughs) It behooves them for you to be in debt to them. Yes. Yeah. And... I was trying to. I hope nobody I work with listens to this. I know they don't. <laughs> I was trying to apply for a new job, looking for my resumes, every bit of work I've ever done on Microsoft Office. Apparently, my certificate expired. <laughs> um, I didn't know this was a thing, but this is a thing. I cannot do anything with anything I've ever used in Microsoft Word or Office. I couldn't copy and paste my resume. I could not print my resume. I couldn't do anything with it. It's being held hostage. <laughs> I thought about downloading Microsoft Office, like whatever, you know, give the man some money. Yeah. But guess what? Then they'd have my credit card information. Yep. So I'm stuck. I can never, the way it is right now, unless they fix it, 
because of my pride and not wanting to blow a hundred bucks, I can never buy another Microsoft product that requires me actually giving them my credit card information. Which could lend me in trouble. But that's just kind of where I am. So it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird cautionary tale, but it's really been frustrating. Yes, yeah. That so, tale was as mediocre as the game we played. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Christian, cut that out if it just really seems no, boring. No, leave it. All right. <coughs> so well, that, that's, that's been, that's been yeah. Retro Blessed. Yeah. Uh, remember from Trevor's tale, don't do what he did. Yeah. I've had Xbox Live for, gosh, how long has it been? 15-something years now? Been forever. And they've never done that to me. <laughs> I've been very loyal. I rarely use the service, but I've been loyal. Yeah. And I thought so, I feel betrayed. So maybe it's just you. I yeah. don't know. I've I'm told sure you before. I'm sure you're not the only one, though. I'm not a, what's they call it when you think everybody's out to get you? I'm not paranoid. Yeah. But there's been little weird things that have happened. Like, I have horrible luck when it comes to Microsoft. I don't want to hate them. <laughs> but my Xboxes do weird things, and y'all use yours ten times more than me. That's true. It refuses to connect to my internet, and I have amazing internet. Yeah. Microsoft wants to charge me for stuff I didn't know. I don't know. It's just weird. It is strange. Very strange. They've been they've shown up in my house with a knife. Yeah. I mean, there's weird, weird things have happened. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful there. Yeah. But let's end the show. It's been, I think it's been a mediocre show. Probably. Uh, don't judge us based on this episode. Judge us based on which episode do we want to see? Batman start? Forever. Yeah. Judge us based on that. Go one. back and listen to our Batman Forever <laughs> yeah. episode. It is the worst, most off the rails episode we've ever done. Yeah. And I've realized it's my favorite episode. Same here. It's pretty great. It's my favorite episode of this show. Yeah. Or go to listen to anyone that it's only me. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, for Trevor Franklin, I am, of course, Johnny Towns. And Trevor, let's leave them with something above mediocre to go out on. I have an original idea. Okay, what is it? I'm going to shave my head completely and paint my head yellow. I'm going to go around munching on yellow dots. And it's going to be like this new movie. I'm going to surprise you. I love it.